How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Genre Geeks episode 41. My name is AJ. I'm chewing a Samoa cookie. And with me, of course, is his hat, say D, Darren. Not anymore. I lost my hat. Oh, no. Oh, buy another one. That's your cartoon thing about you. That's Dude, your like SpongeBob also, brown pants. If you notice on the side of my face, too, which you can't see because you're not listening, you're not watching this. Oh, you, you're missing yeah, a frame or a yeah, little uh, like, earpiece. Dude, and kids suck, man. Like, <laughs> because they just have I have, I've had my hat for like eight years, probably. That's your also, cartoon had, hat. That's yeah. you. And so it's gone. I have no idea what happened to it. Like Jackson probably like stuck it in the washer or something like that. I have no what idea. What is happening? <laughs> and uh, yeah. And so my glasses also are broken now too. That happened uh, two days ago. So yeah, it's with rough. With Darren as well. Okay. <laughs> that does suck. Uh, he's not wearing his glasses at all still. Matt. That's right. Traitor. Right here. He has frameless glasses. <laughs> Heath, the only man here who has both glasses on Heath. <laughs> both earpieces well now matt has glasses on and my fellow good eyesight man ian what's going on my dude no i don't have good eyesight i'm wearing contacts. all right so you said you're eating samoas <laughs> oh. right aj yeah you're so like we, we literally like usually we have like all right everyone ready to record all right let's begin recording okay hi everybody no we had we're having a conversation and we're really like, hit record we need to have this conversation on the air so everyone can hear okay so Apparently, there's like a debate between like Samoas and Caramel Delights because AJ was saying, he's like, yeah, I'm eating a Caramel Delight. And we were like, oh, he's like, what's that? Like, I don't know what that is. He's like, oh, it's like the little brown circle things with like the coconut on them or whatever. And we're like, that's Samoas. When actually Ian said that's Samoans actually is what started yeah, the conversation. I that moment, but that's yeah. okay. <laughs> he said, yeah, I love Samoans. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I was being his... racially insensitive, I guess. <laughs> no, no, no. You said you love Samoans. That's, that's being yeah, appropriate. Yeah, we I mean, appreciate you. Know. you. Samoans everywhere. Anyways, but so apparently, like, there's a big debate between Samoas and Caramel Delights. Like, I guess they're, depending on, it's on Google, according to fatherly.com, it says, uh, depending on where you live, basically, is, like, the where what kind of packaging you get. So, I don't understand why in Houston they would be branded as Caramel Delights versus, like, I don't know, because Amber got it from a coworker whose daughter is obviously in the Girl Scouts. Is and, she from I mean, Samoa? It, I don't know. It seems like the kind of thing, which what a weird thing to do anyway. Why associate a race with it at all? I feel like that might be the better call in there. And like, let's just, even though it's yeah. not, it doesn't seem racist. Like it doesn't, it doesn't seem like anything really, but they're like, let's just not associate race with these cookies. <laughs> hey, so what's the best girl, girl cookie? What's the best one? We've had this. Thin talk. Mints. We've had the I mean, conversation. 100%. We have. Thin mints is probably just pound for pound. The best. I Dude, love the, the goat, uh, man. What's the peanut butter one? The tagalongs. Tagalongs, yeah. Yeah, I really like tagalongs. But I, they have a gross I, name. <laughs> yeah, it's not like the not younger cousin at all. You know. Yeah, I don't know. Samoas are pretty solid, though. Well, I've never had this conversation before. We had it on like the, on the podcast before. Yeah. No, I'm a duty. Oh. We have had you, Heath and Ian weren't here, but it was just the three of us. And because you did your bit of your top five. I think cookie, like Girl Scout cookies. It was Samoan, Samoa, Samoas, the guy from uh, Moana. And uh, <laughs> it was like the first or the second cookie of Samoa or like whatever. Yeah. It was Samoas. I mean, but I mean, Maui was three on the list, but yeah, that's fine. Sure. Speaking of that, uh, today is March 22nd. Uh, it is National Bavarian Crepes Day. <laughs> oh, I do like I crepes. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Hey, you have such a good French accent. It's crazy. It's also, <laughs> oh, it's a Monday. You know what that means, boys? What state is it? Let's go 
Utah. Mm. California. New York. Rattle them off. Someone say something. Anyone. I said California. Louisiana. No, West Virginia. You're all suck. It's also national. Oh, sorry. March 24th when this episode releases is national cheesecake. No, sorry. Cheese steak day. Um, So I guess that's kind of like national Philadelphia day, right? But it's good. Yeah. I love me a good cheesesteak, bro. I like cheesesteak, but it's basically just a really, it's meat with bread for me and cheese. I, I get rid of all the peppers, all the onions, which <laughs> is a sin for those who actually like Philly cheesesteaks. Dude, uh, what's wrong with meat with bread, bro? Like, that's what I had like three times this weekend. Like, I mean, really, that's, that's most of my meals just in variant forms. Meat with bread. You're not wrong. That's like all Mexican food, basically. Yeah, well, it's also all most food where it's just, it's like, oh, it's a burger, like, or it's a steak with a dinner roll, or, you know, there's just, everything is basically just meat with bread. Ooh, there's another good debate. Dinner roll versus biscuit. No debate there. This is rolls. Man. Depends what? on rolls. That's what I was, yes, I like rolls it depends, too. Dinner rolls are way better than biscuits, it, just saying. It de- okay. It depends. What are you talking about? Dude, Shut out. Go ahead, go ahead, Matt. I want to hear what you have to say. I'm saying it, like, if you have Popeye's biscuit, Compared to Texas Roadhouse rolls, that's a hard choice. If you oh, have, man, okay, dude, what was the, what was the uh, you Red Lobster no, versus no Texas Roadhouse? Or, yeah, r- r- I forgot Red Lobster, Lobster is... I forgot about Red Lobster. It's Red a, Lobster biscuit or Texas Roadhouse literally Cheddar Bay gener- Biscuit. Okay, it's Cheddar well, they, throw, biscuit. they use the word biscuit, but show me another biscuit that has that shape. <laughs> I How does the shape matter? <laughs> because it, shape matters. <laughs> dude, rolls are so much fluffier and everything. Like, rolls can be... Most of the time, biscuits can be really dry depending on where it's from. What about I Chicken Express? Chicken Express biscuits. Boo. Fast Dude, food no. biscuits Rolls are the they're fine. They're the good. I but hate a dinner all roll? of you. Are you kidding oh, me? Yeah, Texas Roadhouse. Yes, Texas Roadhouse are dope, obviously, but there are bad rolls too. You guys are like taking like the bad rolls and like, there are bad mm. rolls. Yeah, exactly. But you're taking I mean, the I'm best roll, to, put against the worst biscuit. Of, like, yeah, I'm of to course, think of the it's worst better. dinner roll I've ever had. Like, it's you can't just like the little Hawaiian rolls from the grocery store. Okay, those are Hawaiian rolls. Those are bad. They're fine. If you want to call, if you want to call or claim Cheddar Bay biscuits as a biscuit, then we get Hawaiian rolls because that's the freaking god. I said that you could. I'm saying that those are fine. Okay, well we go tit for tat with that then. <laughs> no, but, no. What I'm saying is, is that you're putting the worst roll or the the worst biscuit up against the best roll. Like you know, you. But Texas Roadhouse is like the goat of rolls, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Like, like let's talk That's about fine. like like biscuits. Like there's. I love me some biscuits. I love sausage biscuits and gravy, bro. So that's like, like it's like my good. I have food. a hard time eating just a plain biscuit though. Even like with a little butter on it, that, I, I, I need was, something with it. I need that's something. What I was saying Popeye's biscuit, you can definitely eat by itself. We went to Chicken Express tonight, and we got nope. six extra biscuits. There are five waiting for me after I finish the podcast. I'm gonna eat all of them tonight. I always no. give Amber <laughs> my my biscuit. I mean, I I like them fine, but from where? Darren? And they need something. They like gra- biscuits baby. and gravy is delicious, heavenly. Horrible for you, but it's delicious. Oh yeah, but chicken, a dinner roll, dude. Chicken e, what's biscuit? your problem? Yeah, those are dope. They're great. Popeyes are way better. Popeyes yeah, just settled this with a new draft, bread draft or something. <laughs> <laughs> form of bread. Let's go. Yeah, your favorite form of bread. <laughs> wow, there's not fifteen forms really... of bread. That's there's actually a, a pretty like, good one. No, because you, you can claim your sleeping claim. Like I, I'll claim. Uh, Texas Roadhouse roll, then you could take Cheddar Bay Biscuit, and then oh, like, just, but you're but so does that claim all of rolls or just like I think you name the specific roll because then Matt can go Popeye's Biscuit 
and then you can go well, chicken and biscuit. So you're not, and have you're your saying fight. like just bread in general. Yeah, but if like you, were you say forms of bread, then I would be saying roll. You know what I mean? Like, well, at that point, like cake is technically bread. Ooh, I love me like cake. a birthday cake. <laughs> 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 that's it. That's perfect. Actually, that's a really good one, Ian. That's perfectly right up our stupid alley. <laughs> uh, is that the days of the week? Yeah, pretty much. There's also National Cho- Chocolate Covered Raisin Day, which uh, bro, I don't know. Amber, we so we go to uh, what is the name of it? <laughs> Costco and they have like a giant I don't know the size a pound no it has to be more than that probably five pounds of raise chocolate covered raisins Jesus. Amber will polish that thing off in a week <laughs> <laughs> and I can't think of a time I've ever been in the mood for a chocolate covered raisin outside of like being in the movie theater Ooh, do you guys like chocolate covered raisins do you guys like suck all the chocolate off and then chew or do you guys yes. just like eat, eat it straight up I do that with um, peanut off. M&M's mm. Or almonds, yeah. chocolate I'm almonds. Just, yeah, sure. chocolate Reasons. covered really anything except for chocolate covered coffee. Uh, I will like suck the chocolate off and then I'll eat the thing. It's like a double treat. <laughs> 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 oh, man, so all right, uh, Matt, how was your week, bro? Um, it was all right. Nothing special, really. How's that PS Five um, treating you? I it's been fun. I am. I think twenty ish, thirty minutes. Minutes into God of War, um, that's I can, it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm also really addicted Pathetic. to Loop Hero. <laughs> so, <laughs> but um, no, I mean, I, I don't. So, is God of War like open world at any point? Yes, yeah. yes, to a no. degree. Yeah, yes, to a degree. The world is super tiny once you feel it. It presents itself in a great way where it looks big, but once you actually play the game because again i've beaten it three times the world is really small okay because i've every time i play like it feels like a naughty dog game where like it looks open worldish a little bit you like really you must go have not you been want. too far where are you because i think ian have you played it i honestly yeah, don't yeah. know where i'm at <laughs> what's I, the last story beat that happened uh the last main story thing i beat the stranger Okay. Yeah, dude, you're you have That's, you're I know still I'm, on like opening credits type beginning. I, yeah. I would not yeah. consider would this be. game an open world game because it's you're very limited on what you can do, you know, open world. You haven't I mean, even gotten to the serpent yet, have you? No. Okay, that's when after I think the serpent is where it lets you start deviating and do it, well, it lets like you literally do side quests. Multiple hours away. Is it though? The serpent's yeah. the beginning. Like it's not like literally it's not in the first probably probably first two hours. I thought that that, I thought that was after like the first like fake ending that you feel like you ended the game. Is that not? No, you when you the serpent is what opens the uh, that or lifts that bridge thing out of the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that is a crux for. Yeah, that's true. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. But yeah, you're 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 not very far, Matt. For sure. I think once you crack that point where it allows you to do the side mission stuff, you're gonna really like Hmm. lose yourself to it. I mean, honestly, fighting the stranger was was immediately unhooked. Like, I had to play it. So, bro, mm-hmm. when the stranger freaking German suplexes Kratos, I lost my mind. That whole fight is <laughs> that was one of the coolest fights so I've ever played in game history. That's what makes it cinematic. It was so the, awesome because you know Kratos, and you need to see him talking to this dude getting punked out. <laughs> oh, I love it. So hype. So good. Yeah, also I haven't been doing much though. Yeah, I was okay. gonna say like Balder. Isn't his name Balder? Balder. The orc dude? It's the stranger, Darren. Shush. Oh, Matt doesn't know any lore. Oh, I... Yeah, <laughs> That's someone, not lore, really. That's not That's lore. Like, 
Well, Christian you know who Zeus was already is? Like, me about that. It's <laughs> don't say the name. You know, if you know anything about Norse mythology or anything, you know who that is. Oh, Matt, let's tell, like, go ahead and go through your Norse mythology knowledge, Matt, real quick. <laughs> I don't want to insult the guy and assume he doesn't know. <laughs> I mean, I, Christian, you don't want to insult the guy that doesn't know like anything about Norse mythology. <laughs> Come on, Matt. Like, I mean, I don't know a age. lot, but I know the big dudes. Yeah, I say, does it have anything to do with your knowledge of God of War? Like, you know, like you I mean, actually, yes, critically, it does. You, so you just like have like a Norse mythology book behind you or something, or what? No, but I know the the bullet point guys. I know the dudes involved with the thing that's in Thor's, or Norse mythology. <laughs> oh, I guess I'm dumb then. Me, me and Matt are dumb together then. I guess it's the joke. <laughs> okay, Matt. Without knowing any of this stuff with Norse mythology, what's the big two things? What's the WrestleMania sign they always point to? Uh, Zeus. That's it. In Norse mythology. Oh, no, I don't know. Marvel did it as well. Oh, Thor? Well, sure, but Thor. Ragnarok. Ragnarok is the WrestleMania sign that every Norse thing always points to. So I know the few names involved with, with, with the big thing. Yep, we're the dumb guys, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) Ian, how was your week? Yeah. That was good. Um, I'm learning SQL in Python, so... Yeah, that's fun. That's actually pretty valuable. Yeah, like I'm trying to pivot my career path a little bit. So just kind of, you know, learning some new stuff. So, yeah. Cool, dude. How are you training? Like through a book or online classes or what? Uh, I'm doing it through Coursia, I think is what it's called. Um, Okay. You basically like do like a a $40 a month subscription uh, for each course. Um, So, yeah. Okay. It's not bad. Hmm. That's really cool. He's there. Another oh. Tag along or another. Uh, I'll go. Delight. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> uh, last week was super busy um, in terms of just I don't know. We did we did a lot. Um, the beginning of the week with the friends and stuff, and then the end of the week was like four days straight of disc golf. Uh, I went to Duncan, Oklahoma, for four days straight practice rounds and tournament play, basically. Uh, How'd you so, do? Uh, I finished seventh at it in my division, so that was pretty solid. I was like, four, I was on the lead card uh, for the last round, and then like it was forty mile an hour winds. Uh, <laughs> so oh, ridiculous! It was so windy. Um, but anyways, <laughs> it was yeah, it was good though. It was it was a cool tournament. Um, so that was pretty much it for me. I just okay. a lot of disc golf and then a lot of sleep. So, but Matt, where'd you go? Gary's <laughs> pretty face. What'd you do this week, bro? Uh, my week's been good. Um, still just music, really. Mostly music. Now I'm starting to like meld my two favorite hobbies. So I'm melding video games and music. I'm trying to make uh, music that I would see in a video game. I'm trying to make those come out of two things. Like I like hip hop for sure, um, but beats are kind of cool, but kind of one-dimensional, it feels like. And I feel like with uh, video game music type theme, you can really... Um, try to make music that invokes feelings and stuff. So that's been really, really fun. It's kind of invigorating my uh, passion for music now. So that's really cool. Have you played um, River City Girls? Yes. I've been listening to that soundtrack. Dude, that soundtrack's freaking dope. Pretty freaking solid. And that game in general good. is really good too. I've it's been wanting fun. to get into it. I've seen some gameplay. I like beat-em-ups. I'm it's just fun. It. Just, the soundtrack is dope. It was recommended, so I checked it out. Yeah. Um, I watched the Snyder Cut. That was a big thing this week. Gosh, uh, you did cut. it like a man too. You just pounded it out in a day. The day came out, that night. I'm on part three. Oh yeah, it's taking me forever, dude. Yeah, I can just imagine it, with the kids. What is it released in parts? No, no it's, it's one, one movie, movie but, but there's it's like there's chapters within the the movie. 
Oh I've God. heard nothing but good things about it, though. It's okay. That's all we'll I'll get say into for it. now. It's okay. I yeah. never watched the original, so. <laughs> people need to yeah. calm their freaking... People, it's kind of driving me insane. I'll, I'll save our thoughts for when we do the episode. It's okay. People need to calm down. It's Zack Snyder. It's everything Zack Snyder's ever done. It's in slow-mo, and there's music. Congrats. Yeah, That's a Zack it, Snyder it was, movie. It's not worth the time. Trust me. Just, you know, wait, you watched it, Darren? Didn't watch no, a second of it. No, he hasn't watched it. Oh, <laughs> didn't, wa- didn't watch a second of it. Not worth the time. I can already tell. Like, we're talking about it now. I really want to talk about it, but I'll try to save it. Well, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll save it. We'll save it. We'll save it. How bad is that, dude? You're all, like, you ha- I'm only an hour in. This movie's too long. <laughs> it definitely is. If they cut, the, and this is, I swear this will be the last bit. If they cut the slow-mo into real time, it would be an hour and a half movie. It's four hours because every freaking thing is slow-mo. But that's Zack Snyder. Anyway. Oh my God, kill me. Oh. <laughs> and uh, I have two quick fire, <laughs> super cringe stories from this past week. Let's go. Kind of quick fire. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> All right. So first I'm at work, super stressed out, thinking there's going to be a visitor coming up soon because I keep being told, hey, they're coming, they're coming. Big wigs are coming. Um, so I'm in the in a admin office and there's a group of girls and they're talking about food and I'm printing stuff off kind of my own business. And I'm hearing them talking like, hey, let's go to Popeye's. And then one of them goes, you know, I, I don't think I can eat that because I'm expecting the visitor. And this person was a big wig, like the director of the store. It sounds really uh, ominous when you when you call it that. Yeah. <laughs> the visitor. It sounds yeah. like a stranger. <laughs> so she's like, uh, no, I can't really eat that because I'm expecting my visitor. So me overhearing that and kind of, you know, tuning in secondhand, I chime in I'm like, whoa, who's visiting? Do you know something I don't know? And she goes, and they all start laughing. Like, no, not that kind of visitor. Oh, get it. she's ragging. <laughs> yes. Wait, what? <laughs> Why I'm, would that I'm prevent confused. you from what? going to Popeye's? Okay. I don't know. I'm not a girl. All right. They're talking. Weird. They're saying, I cannot eat Popeye's because I'm expecting my visitor. I chime in. Oh, oh that's amazing. What visitor are you getting? Right, do you know something? I don't know. <laughs> I understand. And then they all start laughing. She's like, no, no, no. Like awkwardly they try to explain it. And I'm like, oh my God, I should mind my own damn business. It would have been only been do. better if you'd been like, I don't understand though, but who, who, who are you expecting then? <laughs> no, I didn't get it. I, st- I just chimed out <laughs> and I walked to my office. It took me like 10 minutes before I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> just go to her with a tampon like, hey, I'm sorry. I don't. <laughs> I'm like, that is why I you refuse, mind your own business. I refuse to believe that it only took Heath 10 minutes. I, be- I bet he sat there for multiple days. Like, and he was, it was just racking his brain the entire time. He was thinking at his house, like, what could it be? Like, that's just like something peeing. that he did. He's just like, like oh. totally paranoid. Like, what visitor is she talking about? And then he it finally came to him. And it, like, ever since then, it's just been like plaguing his brain. <laughs> no, it took like 10 minutes, which is even worse because of that work still. Just like, oh my God, I can't believe that happened. So much cringe. Second quick uh, fire thing. Um, we have a group text message with all my in-laws, uh, brothers-in-law, sisters-in-laws, everybody. Mm-hmm. Whole group message. And something big happened. Some big life-changing news for them happened. So they were texting about it and all celebrating. And me, I don't usually chime in with those kind of things because I just, you know, kind of let it go by the way. Um, but this time I accidentally texted, Silk Sonic is probably my new favorite super group. Leave the door <laughs> open is a, is a banger. <laughs> So while everyone's like, oh my God, this is so great. I chime in with some stupid random comment. And then I have to, you know, like get involved because I feel so cringe and so embarrassed. So. Sorry, that wasn't meant for you guys. Yep. Well, now you guys know about that. Why that message That's came to amazing. you guys later. <laughs> so do you get, do you, did, what do they think of Silk Sonic though? Did they, do they like him or not? That was the like worst him. part because everyone <laughs> favored that? it. I guess like in iPhone, you can favorite a, a comment. 
Mm-hmm. Everyone in turn favored it. My comment, That's <laughs> just like pointing it out and just being a jerk to me. <laughs> but I was so That's embarrassed. Really That's great. That's so funny. All right, so AD uh, on to you. Uh, slower week. I yeah, actually not not as slow as I as I thought. So I watched a documentary today on Netflix, the last blockbuster. And I recommend Ooh, you check it out, especially dude, if you have heard about you, that. Yeah, if you cared about blockbuster going up, it's actually super interesting learning about how it came to be. For example, did you know that the reason move like movie rental stores existed and like music rental stores don't exist? Like if you think about that, it's kind of strange where you don't go to a store and rent an album. You just buy it. But for some reason, we have that for movies. Uh, what happened was back in the early 80s, theater uh, studios wanted to give people movies like they wanted to have individual movies that people could just have at their house but their idea behind it which seems like something that would especially happen today is they were going to charge or they charged a hundred dollars for the movie for like a vhs tape of whatever grease or whatever was coming out in the 80s Jeez. so because their idea is like if someone buys this movie they could just have a watch party and Mm -hmm. seven people show up and now we're out so they were like hundred dollars for this movie which is at that point People didn't have VCRs even like it was yeah, unrealistic. Have a VCR. So what pe- these brilliant people decided to do is, oh, I have the money. I'm going to buy a bunch of these movies. It's expensive. I'll be in the hole, but then I'll rent them out and people can like after a certain amount of time, I'll go green after the movies pay for itself. Hence the rental store and the studios started to sue these mom and pop rental store places because they're like, you're making money off our product. You can't do that. And this thing went all the way to the Supreme Court. Wow. And the Supreme Court ruled in the favor of consumers, which is shocking to me. And they were like, no, you can absolutely, you know, you bought this thing, you can rent it out. It's your property after you buy it, which the video store was born. So, I mean, it's if that interests you at all, watch that documentary. It's just super fascinating about how then Blockbuster came in. So, when it still exists, the last Blockbuster still exists too, still right? Exists. Yeah, the last one's still yeah, it's super. It's really, really interesting to learn about. So I watched that. I watched up to part three of the Snyder Cut, which I already said my thoughts on. Watched Kong, which were some of us are going to be talking about that while we release that episode again this Friday. And I watched this movie on HBO. So here's the fun part: I could have watched probably up to part four of Snyder Cut, but I've been wanting to watch this movie for like a year and some change called Underwater. Hmm. Have you ever? Have any of you even seen? It's no. the poster has like Kristen Stewart on it. Nope. Uh, nope. Is it like the? F- Never mind. So well, sort of. I mean, I, a part of me wants to spoil it because I just feel like not a lot of people are going to watch it. If you have any interest in watching this movie, tune out for the next like 30, 45 seconds because I I, just, I need to talk about this movie. So I love my favorite my favorite types of movies that I mean not, they're not necessarily the best, but my favorite types of movies are concept horror movies or thriller type movies like it's some kind of loose concept that's like that's interesting so this movie is there's a mining team think of like alien and all those other movies uh like a mining team at the bottom of the marianas trench so like this kind of in the future they're in the bottom of the deepest part of the of our planet and there are monsters down there that they accidentally awake and so it's it it's really cool it is the, I want to call it the bravest movie I've ever seen with concept because it's, it can very easily be like, and monsters, that's it. But they go 
instead of flirting around like a five or six of like in these monsters are scary, they go to a 10 where the world, like the scale of the world is like, oh, this, this movie is not what it presents itself to be. This is way huger than it presents itself. Hmm. So uh, I might talk to you guys off air about it because I don't want to spoil it for people because I do recommend it was a fun, enjoyable movie. It's not great. It's a fun, enjoyable movie that's on uh, HBO Max. That's Underwater. So I'm basically uh, glad you subscribed to HBO Max now, aren't you? Dude, I'm getting a lot of play out of that. It's a very, very streaming service. I was very surprised when we were talking about the HBO Max. I was surprised you weren't even already had it. I was holding off just because I'm subscribed to so many other things, but other things my other subscription things are like not pres- like creating a lot of original good content. And so like Hulu, because of COVID, most shows were like halted production. So Hulu was basically dead to me for like the last year. And so, and you know, WandaVision ended and Oh, also I watched the first episode of winter soldier. Oh yeah. Me or, too. Not winter soldier, a buck, uh, Bucky and Falcon, whatever that's called. Winter soldier and Falcon. <laughs> that one Falcon winter soldier. That one. <laughs> Every possible wrong way we could say that name. And, uh, I mean, I don't think we're gonna do an episode thing on it. It was, oh, it was good. Should we talk about it just now? I mean, sure. Let's just talk about it. Yeah, it was, it was good. I, do, uh, I, I don't think the series is gonna be any good. Personally, really, yeah. I think it will be good. It just I mean, they I, have to. I trust. Got to get Falcon and Winter Soldier together. I trust Disney, so I'll see where it goes. But I don't think it'll. Uh, I think it'll be good because I Baron Zemo is confirmed to be in it, and I love Baron Zemo. He was. A, an iconic great villain that we forgot about because I mean Civil War happened a while ago, but I think he's a great villain. Uh, did you guys like the GSP. standout star? GSP is amazing in it, and I love that he got away. I was so happy he's back. Like I'm shocked that he is in it. GSP, George Saint Pierre. Like, George Saint Pierre. Yeah. I like yeah. Wait, who, he's in who it. Is, who he was is the he's, bad French guy. Oh, he's the guy that like that suplexed the dude or ever. Or like yeah, he know. fought yes. like Falcon and stuff. But he's okay. also a Winter Soldier, right? Or he was a Winter Soldier. He gets his yeah. crap rocked by a cap. Yeah. I'm so That's what I was saying. The reason I have faith in this is because I adore Winter Soldier. It's my it's probably my favorite Marvel movie. I've gone back and watched a couple of other ones, and it's definitely top three for me. Uh favorite Marvel movies. And that's that's what this kind of feels like, this show. Uh unfortunately, I'm not a big fan right now of Falcon's story. I'm just not as inherently interested. Uh, but the Bucky story has me extremely intrigued. Yeah, that's interesting for sure. Yeah, that's cool. Like the whole like his uh, friend's son, like the that died or whatever. That turns out mm-hmm. like actually is you know Bucky killed him or whatever. That got me, which shouldn't yeah. have gotten me. That Dude, was... actually, I was surprised. Brandy actually like totally called it in the middle of the episode. Like whenever do, do they were at the bar talking about it for the first time, like dude is standing, he's like, my son died, and uh, I never knew how it happened. Like right whenever she she said that, Brandy was like, did did Bucky kill him? And I was like, wow, that's a good thought, Brandy. I didn't, I don't know, it could she be like we'll, we'll to see. It up too. And like you know whatever, twenty minutes later, and it's like revealed. I was like, dang, Brandy, you totally drilled that. That's sick. I just like, love yeah. the way they did the reveal too, like the little like mirror thing with the candles and pictures right. yeah that the was mural. Uh, i'm shocked of how incredibly charismatic bucky is i'm sure yeah. like he's extremely inter- like interesting like i'm super interested in like him the therapy he's conversation funny. and stuff right yeah he's funny he's got depth to himself like i just he didn't have a lot to do in the other movies uh with purpose i mean that's his point but i think this is a great vehicle for bucky and i definitely look forward to just I'm looking forward to when he teams up with Falcon and we get to see their dynamic because their dynamic was great, if you recall, in like Winter Soldier and uh, I think Civil Endgame. War. They were in, in, in game. Oh, I guess they were. Did they interact a lot in Endgame? 
No, because they well, Falcon wasn't even in the game to like the last you know whatever the fight scenes, and that's not true. But like the um, scene that I think of is like them and the little Volkswagen Beagle Beetle when the Cap is making out with Peggy's uh, niece, which I'm never <laughs> gonna forgive that. They completely. <laughs> I'm not gonna let. They want us to forget. I'm never gonna forget that. Uh, but then like he, I think it's like uh, Bucky in the back seat. He needs like, can you scoot forward? Falcon goes, nope. <laughs> like, like it's just like they they have such a great dynamic that I really want this to be a fun buddy cop show, right? And I f- I feel like he can do it. I totally forgot to uh, me and Brandy. I, I don't know if I mentioned this last episode or not, but uh, we're starting. Uh, we're watching all of the Marvel movies in the cinematic order, like in terms of the timeline. Um, so we, two weeks ago we watched the first Avenger, Captain America, obviously, and then just last week we watched uh, Captain Marvel. Uh, the only thing I wanted to say about it was really weird is that, of course, the the post credit scenes, of course, you know, like the first Avenger was the first movie that came out at all. Like the first Marvel, I guess. Well, no, Iron Man was the first one, right? Yeah, yes. Iron Man was first. So the uh, first Avenger was one of the first ones. Uh, it was like it was, fifth or sixth or something. It right? was right before Avengers. It was right. Like the, technically, it was like the fourth, fifth, because Incredible Hulk, people forget Incredible yeah. Hulk was the second one. It came out months after Iron Man one. But so the post credit scene for First Avenger was totally just a trailer for the Avengers. Like it, it, it mm-hmm. there was nothing. Like it was literally a trailer. It wasn't right. like there was like a previews or anything. it. It was like you could take that clip, put it online, and it's like Avengers coming in twenty twelve, and that's literally the, like which was disnest to me. That was that was really unsettling. That, that aged um, poorly, but do, it. I can't. That was hype back in the day because I watched Captain. I watched Captain America Winter Soldier. You may have been there. Uh, first Avenger for my birthday. My might've been my 18th birthday. I think and I was probably there. Yeah. We went to Dallas at like the, uh, the dinner movie thing. Yep. And it was a year later that Avengers came out. So that post credit scene was a teaser for a year where we had to, we had to wait. And the second, so Captain Marvel's post credit scene was obviously the, the last movie before Endgame, mm-hmm. And so when you're watching it in like timeline order, essentially you're like, if you're like, let's say like, you know, 20 years from now, I show my kids these movies in timeline order or whatever. And they watch Captain Marvel and like they get to the post credit scene. Literally the post credit scene is <laughs> like <laughs> them seeing the population dwindle in half, <laughs> like standing from the computer screen, like, Oh God, what are we going to do? And it's mm-hmm. like, I, I remember like at that point in time, I'm watching like in from that, from that frame of mind and like, Oh God, I'm not supposed to know this. I'm not supposed to know this. This is like, what am I, what am I watching right now? Cause you see like all these characters you don't know. Then looking at the screen, like it's just like, it's interesting how like the timeline is so different when you're actually watching them in order. So yeah, but I think our next movie is the Iron Man movies, Iron Man one and two, I think is the next two for us to watch. Um, so I'm excited. It's, it's gonna be fun to watch those, but uh, anyways, but I think you know, it's going to be rough. There some of them. I, I, I love the the earlier Marvel movies and like I respect what they are as like a timepiece for that time, but we have evolved substantially. So interesting choice to watch it in chronal like a uh, in timeline order. Uh, that's there's certainly a way. There's different. There's no right or right or wrong way to watch movies. Like people do that with Star Wars all the time. Of what order do you choose to watch it? Mm-hmm. It's just going to be interesting because watching it out of order and stuff, you're going to get real whiplash of quality of movie because we haven't learned and then they're like oh but the good this is a good one but it happened technically back then so a bad one has to happen now uh, it's gonna be uh it's gonna be interesting yeah if you recall dude the uh amazing spider-man 2 had a post-credit scene the amazing spider-man 2 the andrew garfield one and that one was the most jarring of all because it was just a uh a scene from x-men i think days of future past or apocalypse one of those which is not even the right studio like it's it it was very jarring. It was 
I'll, I won't bore you with the details of how the studios made that work. But yeah, post credit scene for Spider Amazing Spider Man 2. We're in theaters. I'm like, okay, why is Mystique? And I'm like, oh man, are they teasing that Spider Man's going to be in? Nope, it was just a clip from the X Men movie that was coming out that year. <laughs> Very Ooh, weird. I was going to also about the Falcon and Winter Soldier thing. Um, they, whenever Winter Soldier was for Erwin Bucky was first shown in the show, like, you know, he said Hail Hydra or whatever. Did you guys think for even like one second that it was he was actually going to be a villain or anything or no? Like, I well, legit thought that was, um, I mean, obviously. I noticed the silver arm, but I was a little confused on timeline wise. Like, I, I for like the first five seconds, I didn't know that was a flashback. Mm. That's well, the that's point. What I was, right. That's the point. You're not supposed to know. You're like, oh no, did Bucky go bad again? That like you're supposed right. to kind of like have then a confusing I saw, then, thought. Then I saw the silver arm, and I was like, wait, no, how is what? How's that work? Yeah, that's the point. Is you're not supposed to know what's going on, and then you center yourself afterwards with realizing, oh, it was a flashback. And then how about the last scene, obviously, with the new Captain America being introduced? U.S. agent? Yeah. Yeah, so what's what's the... I mean, I, I, I don't know who that is, so like, give, bring me to speed on... like Bad guy yeah. Captain America. The government made a new Cap. It's basically where we're going to be getting here, and he's bad Cap. So, like, why is he bad? Is, he is like that like a comic book a thing? Guy, or like, or? I'm sorry, Matt, what? Is he actually a bad guy, though? <sighs> It's perspective. There's he he's a regular, I say a semi-regular character. He pops up quite a bit. He's been around since I want to say the 80s. He he pops up, you know, he started out good and then he kind of like is becomes too cut and dry Captain America where it's like he's it's like if you go too extreme of the American dream kind of thing with racism and stuff. Like he <laughs> he's that. He doesn't have the like in the movies how Cap slowly separates himself from like being a strict good soldier kind of thing mm-hmm. where he's like, I follow orders and stuff. Like as you watch the Marvel movies, Cap slowly separates from that and it becomes what's right, what's wrong, which is what Winter Soldier is about. Uh, this Cap commits, or US agent commits to the government. He's yes, sir, 100%. Hmm. Which if the bad guys tell orders. him to do something, he's going to do something. And like hmm. the bad thing. If, so it, he... There, he pop again. He pops up a lot, and they may mix this what this version of him is, and so I'm certainly intrigued of what they're going to be doing with him. He looks goofy as crap. <laughs> yeah, he does. That was very. Unf- they really should have tucked. They like, had the helmet cover his ears. <laughs> his ears look goofy. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm looking forward to the next episode. I think it's not. It's in. An, it's inevitable, but it's not fair to compare it to Wanda WandaVision. It's a different show. It's a different story. This is already bigger scale wise than the WandaVision. It's different. It doesn't necessarily make it bigger or better or worse. It's just, it's a different story they're trying to tell. Yeah. And it's definitely like, it's definitely it spoiled. feels just, yeah, WandaVision is definitely spoiled us for sure. Um, but I think this movie, this is more like just typical movie, you know, type stuff like where it just an episode of a show that you're used to, whatever. It's not very unique. I think it's it'll get very, better. It'll get yeah. a lot better. Is we just they got to build the foundation, and then you know, especially when we get Bucky and Falcon together, I think that's gonna where the magic. Hopefully, is where the magic is gonna really start. And I think like also comparing to Wandavision is kind of unfair, just because Wandavision was so unique in the way it told that story. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So like the first four episodes were like more like like just so unique in in comparison to other shows and the ways of telling stories and stuff so okay i uh want your guys opinion on something so you know when you're going to the grocery store all right and you're going to check out let's say let's say that you have like four okay there's like five lanes open right 
you know, just five, four normal lanes, self-checkout lane, right? And you've got like 18 items in your cart, okay? You're pushing your cart along. The four normal lanes are full. You walk up to the self-checkout line, and you got, it's 10 items or less. Like you guys, are you guys standing in line or are you guys going to the self-checkout line? Here's my guess of the situation. You're an animal and you're going to go to the self-checkout <laughs> line because you, I'm just, because you think a- I'm already mad already <laughs> because you think you're special. Do the right thing. Go to the line and wait. If it was like 11 items or 12 items, I could see it. Sure. 18 items. That's a little. It also matters the item. Because if, like, if, if you have produce. like. Hmm. Yeah, sure. Ooh. If it's produce, like you got like three apples in a bag. I'm willing to waver. I'm like, okay, sure. That's no, I think he's going the opposite direction. I think, I think Heath is saying that produce is like, you only can have three apples and that's it. Like, what do you think? I think it's harder because it's the look up the the weight and that kind of stuff. Yeah. It takes longer. You got to search for a tomato. Oh, it's under this. Oh, sure. I was thinking it's like, you have three red delicious apples in a bag. Is that easy? Sure. To me, I'm willing to forgive that as like, that doesn't count towards your 10. But if you have, that brings up another question. What if I have 20, 20 Coke (laughs) cans, like there are 20, like you know 12 packs of coke like then go ahead because guess what the little self-checkout chick can hit quantity boop you're good you're good okay so we're talking about like scans per we're in the game darren we're in grocery (laughs) stores we know this it's gonna be like a but, no you're an in. animal if you try no, if you no, go i'm just asking line. so like nope. okay so it, uh, ian's threshold is 12 items i guess it's like if you're over if like it's case by case i mean it, like, it matters what you're buying like hmm. do you feel like a dick for making people wait on you versus like hey i'm gonna go stand in line it's not even necessarily about the rules it's just like i don't want to feel like a you know i want to feel like a but what if you got like what if the four people in line all got like just like stacks full like I got two carts full you're still gonna yeah. wait in line i yeah i'm waiting I'm Are you really going to go wait in line? Or I'll meta, and if Amber's with me, split up the 18. That's just to make you feel good about yourself then, right? Because you're still We're taking the same amount of time. Rules. You're still and taking no. the same amount of time, though, because if someone else comes behind you, they're what still going to wait the same amount of hold time. Up, hold up. What? What? So, Darren, what stores does this take place in? I'm just saying any store has 10 items or less checkout. That's it. Just so, any store. Walmart has like... 12 self-checkout things. Okay, I think United then. I, it only has one self-checkout or two. I have a new question, Darren. You you mentioned like like 12 packs of Coke or like six, six packs of Coke, right? Yeah. So whenever you go to a self-checkout, you have to like put stuff on the actual like table because it does right. it by weight, right? right? If you mm-hmm. have 10 things of six packs of Coke, you have to like sit there and stack Ooh, them one by one. That's so that's going to take true. a while, even if it's 10 items. So if I had 10, I would still probably wait in line just because... Like one, it takes a while to scan those because you, well, you don't scan, have you don't have to weigh them, especially down, if they're a big pack. They wait, usually say leave it in your scan, cart. Scan, sit down, wait, and then for each single I'm item. So, but I'm still this I'm is amateur AJ. stuff, dude. If it's a big <laughs> item, it says stay, leave it in your cart. Big pack of dog food, you get the little gun thing, scan, put it in your cart. They don't want you to put it in the thing; it'll mess up the scale. Well, Come on, six man. packs of Coke isn't a big item though. That's the thing. A six pack of Coke, a six pack of Coke. You mean like, like, like a 12, 12 pack? It, 12 pack? Yeah. I'm pretty sure 12 yeah. pack they want you to leave in your cart as well. But AJ, earlier you said that like you and Amber will split <laughs> it up and do nine, nine, nine each, right? Just to get underneath like arbitrary limit or whatever. But you still have to check out items and then she has to check out nine items. And then like the person behind you that only has one item, they're just trying to get to lunch. They're still waiting on you. So you're still, you're, I mean, you can feel good about yourself by staying under the arbitrary limits. But Darren, you're still how does that make sense? How does that make sense? What are you talking about? If you split one job between two people, that job gets done faster. 
No. Okay. So I was saying there's only one self checkout line. Okay. That's it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So the, that's, that's, yeah, here's that, the thing. If I'm a hundred percent. I do this almost every time because people have done it for me, and it is a blessing. If you have one item, I'm asking you to go ahead and go and or I'll give you. Oh yeah, I'll do that too. Yeah. yeah for sure, so that's sure. I don't feel bad. If you have the same amount, suck it up. You got to wait in line. I mean, but that's like they've why already I, scanned. This check cash has already scanned three items. You can't. You can't go back now. Dude, so I, I used to work at Market Street. Darren, you worked at Market Street too. Remember whenever uh, the Market Street side... The moral worked, dilemma. Yeah, it was It's not a moral dilemma. Less. It is black and white. <laughs> you remember it's the not about racism. What were you saying again? Area, Darren? You know when people come over there with full carts, but are, you know the store manager didn't want us to refuse them? That's yeah, right. cowards. So, dude, I swear, <laughs> I have so many looks at people. So after a while, after working there for like six years, I was like, dude, I, I just can you... There's like 100 people in line waiting for you with like two items. So I, I would actually say something after that. I don't know. Do you guys Dude, ever go to the, sell- like the customer service desk and check out? Bro, uh, <laughs> sort of. I used to go to the jewelry counter at Walmart to check out. Mm, that's There's really no one ever there. That's pro gamer move. Yeah, that's Dude, how you met us there. Dude, that uh, how is that? How did not, you like, if I take fifteen items to the self checkout, my, do my parents would do it at some point. I've I've carried that with me. I haven't done it in years. I'm talking. I don't even think I, I've moved here, Dude. like to or to Wichita into this. But back in the day, we have a, like, and it's not like a giant cart full of groceries. It's probably with probably less than twenty items, Dude. and it's Walmart, so it's like a T-shirt and a movie and like I don't know whatever. Like it's not like a bunch of grocery like food. I, I, wanna, I feel like I would stand at the jewelry counter waiting longer. Waiting for Dude, an actual like associate to show up so I could check. Back out in the day, they used going to stand there. They stand there with their head on their freaking palm, like waiting there. Because who wants to buy like an engagement ring at Walmart? They are <laughs> they are desperate for work. Now that's baloney. If I'm taking 15 items to self checkout and you're taking like your movie and your whatever your T-shirt to just like scan the system, like I feel it's the same same ballpark, same ballpark. No, honestly. it's not, Darren. It is not. That's you're trying your best BS. to make this work because I called your animal freaking. <laughs> your horribleness out before this even started. Why are you started. calling me out? I said I'm asking for your opinion. Because you I do. know you. The reason <laughs> you're asking this question is because you, am I wrong? Tell me yes, I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm not going to say So yes you're on the question. side. So you're on our side or I'm on my side at least. And I can't speak for anyone else. You're I'm on a my neutral side. third party just trying to observe the practice <laughs> I'm on of the side beings. of truth, <laughs> justice in the American way. I'm doing a study. That's it. I'm just trying to I, learn. I am willing to wager that you are Ooh. you will be the one who be like it's only like eighteen items. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna go through self check. I'm gonna go through little, like self checkout. <laughs> what if you were like in the electronic section and because you, you think you're so, special? It, what if you think needed, you're like, better an than anybody else? <laughs> what if you need an associate to like unlock electronic thing and like you mm-hmm. had some other mm-hmm. stuff and they're like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, I have to walk to this to the front, but you have like you know these things right now. Do you want to check out now, or else I will have to hold this for you? And you're like, no, I can check out now. It's cool. And they're cool with it. You're cool with it. You know, you've got a handful. This of is stuff. just reminding me of how long it's been since I've bought a game at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> because Ian, I'm like, a- oh yeah, that is how it worked. You'd have to go find, like, flag down a Walmart employee. Let's well, say, yeah. like, get the, like, get the little keys, the time- open the door. Usually, they would just take it straight to their counter. Yeah, for right. me, the experience. I, I think the last time I bought a game was like Call of Duty. I think modern, the first Modern Warfare <laughs> might have been wow. the last time I bought a game from Walmart. Shoot, that was like Ian, you a paper or plastic kind of guy? Oh man, um, dude, plastic because plastic, you animal. Dude, I, See, what's worse, in, plastic bags or picking 15 items to the self checkout? Dude, listen, I live in an apartment, man. I have to walk those groceries, Bro, plastic bags. There's nothing convenient about a paper bag, dude. Like, what? here's the thing, here's the thing. They did a study, ha, paper bags, you don't like. 
You oh would have to God, like kill me. Dude, paper bags are apparently they did study like how paper bags are actually way worse for the environment than plastic bags because it, it takes so much more resources to actually produce a paper bag. Look up uh, when you get the chance. Look up Tim Minchin. He's a, a comedian singer, and look up canvas bags. He has a great song about that. Canvas bags are different, someone, though. Take your canvas bags to the supermarket. That's different. It's great. Amber and I, before Corona hit, Amber was and I were pretty adamant about that. Her more, way more so than me. But we yeah, had too. like a big thing keeping in our, like we keep it in our trunk. Canvas bags, baby. Well, that's the problem. Like, and we, we have like the yeah. dope cooler one that like keeps your cold stuff super right. cold because it like folds yeah, on itself. Good. Do we buy like ten efficient. canvas bags? But we always leave them at the house every single time mm-hmm. we go to the store. Do it, I mean, it sucks, but you got to plan ahead. You always got to spend away, Put them that. back in your trunk. That's you what I have to like do every spend time. Four dollars on like eight bags at the grocery store, and then you have like that's a stack of like four hundred of them in your closet. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I feel you, bro. I feel you. <laughs> Let's get That's on to the news. That's all I got for grocery stores. <laughs> Let's get on to the news. <laughs> yeah, this is reminding me of work too much. So much time. <laughs> grocery stores, huh? <laughs> this is reminding me of work oh too much. Just, the subject sucks so much. Oh, we have so much fun on the podcast. Oh, man. Grocery store talk. <laughs> so, <laughs> Matt got a PS5 last week, and I still adore my PS5. Have you guys heard that PlayStation has announced VR2? Yeah. VR2. TBD. <laughs> VR2. PlayStation VR2. It's actually pretty it. dope. Uh, I advise you to look uh, look up the controller because it looks really cool. It's probably the coolest looking. Uh, it looks just like the Oculus VR. one. It looks it looks cooler to me, just the way it like kind of it gets closer to your hand. It's not like a perfect circle. Like it's like it looks cool. I haven't looked too but much into it. I just saw they're gonna have uh, adaptive thing. triggers, which is my, one of my favorite oh, parts are? of the PS5. Yeah, boy. Oh, that's what I'm saying, dude. I'm so hyped. Oh, Adaptive triggers. Uh, there's like a lot of the implement uh, implementation. So I, I believe it's going to have haptic feedback in it as well. So like everything that's great dude. about the dual sense is going to be in the uh, VR too. I'm down. They'd have to have a good game lineup for me to do. Like I, I just, I've never been able to pull the trigger on VR just because like every single platform, I, just, I don't know. I just, I, I haven't found any game that's worth getting. I'm not going to lie. I haven't put mine up in probably a year. I really enjoyed it when it was up, but the reason I took it down is because I lost room in my office, but when it was up, it was great. Uh, it's, it's, it's niche or like, it's, it's definitely it, a gimmick right now. There's a still. few things, it, it, the few things that work with it work really well with it. Yeah. Super hot beat saber, those kinds of games. But to me, it will, it won't become truly accessible for everybody until it's a pair of goggles that you just put on your face. Yeah. Like, like don't get me wrong. I am, I'm super rooting for, uh, VR and AR both like it's cool I'm but I want to put on a pair of gla- like sunglasses yeah. and that's what I want my VR to be we'll I just get there the probably software in 10, side, like the software side needs to catch up like the, the gear isn't bad it's just the games like the software side there's just like I'm wanting way more of a game I don't I don't know I don't know I got like you. Beat Saber's cool uh, but you can only do it for like 20 minutes and it's like okay well speaking of PlayStation did you hear about their most recent purchase mm-hmm no. They bought no. Evo. That's yeah. nuts. I can't believe that happened. Like that's that's big. I can't believe that either. That is huge. I don't know if that is. It's a game tournament, probably the biggest fighting tournament. Yep, in it's the a fighting US. tournament for fighting games. <laughs> what do you do during your week, Darren? How do you not know things? What do you, <laughs> you play games? How do you not know about these things? He plays disc golf twenty four seven. That's it, bro. I just <laughs> you don't, don't know disc. about you don't know about Boulder. You don't know about Evo. What do you hey, do? With spoilers, your time? bro. Spoilers. <laughs> Uh, I think that's big. I don't, I don't foresee you know it changing in structure or anything. If anything, we might get a more bigger nudge for like a it, uh, what's a PS exclusive fighting game. I can't even think of any. 
I don't think there are All any. All Stars Battle Royale. Was, oh, <laughs> was Street Fighter PS? Absolutely not. No, no. that's okay. no. it's multi-platform. Like I said, I don't think it's. I think it's just good. It's good revenue. I, There's. I just want to know why they bought it. It's money uh, lucrative. That's why. It's it's, it's a very po- it's the most. I would uh, stateside at least probably the most popular fighting tournament. I, I just like mainstream. Like it's just weird, like seeing a company like that buy it. And not well, just I mean, like, like esports is taking off. I feel like I feel like esports is still on the rise. It's not slow, slowing down by any means. And yeah. Evo is one of the biggest yeah. esports events ever. So it's, it's probably League. a lot cheaper to buy a company that's already established a base and like a model, business model than it is to like create ground up. So yeah, the work. that's true. Uh, speaking of of games, they have announced, and Heath, you can talk uh, talk about this. They announced the name for the Resident Evil movie. Yeah, it's called Welcome to Raccoon City. And uh, cool. I'm cool with that. Ra- I'm definitely interested. To sure. what city? Raccoon Welcome city. to Raccoon City. Hmm. It's the it's the setting for uh, the earlier, at least the earlier ones like uh, RE2 and stuff. I mean, the director is saying it's going to be like a full blown horror movie, pretty much. So that's cool. That's I'm looking a good forward thing. to it. I I think we have learned. Hopefully, I could. I, I would love to look back at this and be like, "Wow, I was naive." I'd like to think we're learning how to make a movie video uh, or a video game movie. Ish. We've yeah. learned the mistakes, and we're I just, after the cacophony of horribleness from the previous RE series. For sure, I just I feel like now's their chance to hunker down and learn, make a good movie. So the I'm fact curious about the story. It's got I think Leon is going to be in it, right? Yeah, is it Leon? Yeah, so we'll see. I'm curious what these uh, what the how the director got this part. Like, how did he get the position to direct these movies? Because I looked at his like uh, his. IMDb and he's only done like a bunch of B and C class horror movies that look kind of mediocre. Um, I don't know either. That's interesting because the same thing happened with uh, Mark Webb, who I'm kind of Mark Webb, who did the Amazing Spider-Man uh, one and two. He did 500 Days of Summer and that was it. I think he did a couple like small music video type stuff, but one movie like eh, 500 Days of Summer was popular for its time, chick flick kind of thing. To hunt like two hundred million dollar budget Spider Man movie, how does that happen? Like, I don't understand. Were they involved in like writing I don't the script know. or something behind the door stuff. I, I think I don't know. Too, Maybe he those was. Types of movies they want someone that's going to collaborate well with the studio. So the studio was like, "We're gonna. This is a collaboration between the two of us. Mm-hmm. This isn't your movie. This is our movie that you're making." I think hmm. I don't. I mean, that's just the way things tend to go. But yeah, Re, welcome to Raccoon City. Interesting. I think that's cool. I think it could be good. Uh, speaking of movies though, uh, uh, yeah, a sequel that nobody asked for. And I'm, <laughs> I'm truly, truly devastated that they're doing this. Yeah. I'm definitely on more on the fence than you because you seem very much off the fence, <laughs> but they're making Ace Ventura three, uh, with the team from the Sonic movie. Um, I guess. Ooh, okay. <laughs> oh, I don't know. No. I, 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 I know. It's, the reason why is I think, Jim Carrey's Jim Carreyness is a time capsule from the nineties. I don't think he can do that today and it work. Did you see Hence Sonic? Dumb and Dumber too. I, have I didn't seen watch Sonic it now. because the trailer was horrible. You guys, did you watch the trailer for Dumb and Dumber too? Oh no, sorry. We're talking I about Sonic. Yeah, I haven't seen either of the Dumb and Dumbers, but Sonic. The first like, Dumb and Dumber was fantastic. I don't know if it holds up. That's a great cat, uh, contender for our show, but the comedy was so great. And then in the sequel, you're like, Oh, this doesn't work. Even though they literally brought the guys who made the original one back to announce with the original creator. So 
Ace Ventura, I just, I'm convinced that Ace Ventura 2, which is weird, 3, I just don't think his style is going to work today. Heath, did you see Sonic? I have, yes. I What did you think? I didn't I think, see it. What did you think? Well, so I think Jim Carrey, like what you said about Jim Carrey's time capsule from the 90s thing, he definitely opened that back up for Sonic, I think. I think he did. Jim Carrey is definitely still Jim Carrey, and yeah. he steals that show, like the movie completely. Like He is the best thing about that movie. Um, I'm curious to see what the writers for that movie can do for Ace Ventura movie. Hopefully, they don't go that way of like a family-friendly type thing, because I'm They're going to neuter it like they did Coming to America? Yeah. I haven't seen that yet, but I can I imagine. refuse to, because it's... We could talk about that after this, but it's PG-13. Yeah. I just don't want a family-friendly like Ace Ventura. Like... It was so funny. Yeah. Like, also, I guess for us, it's also childhood nostalgia. So it's almost like ruining and crapping on that, which is a reason why we feel so. It's not going to like ruin my childhood. It. How do you like do some it people say that? Family friendly right. Ace Ventura, though. Like, I mean, it's not possible. It's like, always he was, like, he was literally climbing out of like a fake rhino's butthole. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that or like Tim, it was such an awakening moment for me. But like the end of part one, where he's stripping the chick down <laughs> in front of all the cops or the dude chick down. Yeah. Like that. That, that can't fly today. It really can't fly today, actually. More so. I, oh, God. I, I bet that doesn't hold up at all. Oh, no. <laughs> but I just, I'm, I'm worried that they're going to neuter it just like what they did to Coming to America. And I mean, I'm not going to be mad if they're like, we're making a new Ace Ventura for the new generation. That's fine. Then you can't count on the old generation to want to be on board with it because Ace Ventura is a super, super special movie to me. One and two super special movie to me that was very instrumental in my childhood like establishing my sense of humor right so that oh man I, i've I, actually never seen ace ventura oh my gosh matt i think it had to be there unfortunately i don't know if going into it without any nostalgia is going to be any good we hmm. should watch jim carrey movies should be the next loosely tied stuff the next hmm. thing all right dumb and dumber ace venturas dude dumb and uh, dumber cable was man so good. Or cable guy the cable the mask, guy, yeah. The oh my god, the mask. The mask. I actually, I Man. rewatched the mask recently, which I we that's what sparked the who uh, does it hold up, and it does hold up the the mask. The movie really so, kills it in the Grinch, man. Ooh, I mean, oh my uh, Grinch, boo. Bruce Almighty, kills it in that. Y'all are getting into y'all are getting into the two thousands, man. This is nineties Jim Carrey. <laughs> Ace Ventura one and two, liar liar, absolutely counts. Cable guy counts. Oh, uh, I'll good. even count. Screw it. Batman forever. Let's do it. <laughs> no, we can scratch that one off. <laughs> oh man. That's definitely a great Guys, one. We'll have to maybe do that one. I, I would love, I really want to hear Matt's thoughts who has never, he, he has no emotional attachment to these movies. Just cold. Like, why was this funny to you guys? It's scary. I have a question for you guys. Hmm. So the other day at work, me and some coworkers were talking about um, just trash for the earth and like what to do with the trash. Okay, dude, in my head, I'm like music. No, <laughs> not like, like garbage, like Snyder actual cut? actual garbage. Um, I had the bright like so. Elijah was telling me, Darren. Elijah was telling me that like some plastics aren't actually recyclable, and I didn't know that. I thought all plastics were recyclable. Did you guys know that? I'm uh, if it doesn't have the little recycle arrows on it, it's well, not no. So there, the my knowledge of that, plastics is similar to my knowledge of Norse mythology. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know, Darren? 
Yeah, I, I I know what to know, man. I know what to know. He knows how to throw <laughs> a Heiser flip pretty good. Oh man, that's <laughs> speaking my no, language. AJ, the thing that you said about the recycling symbol, though, yeah. there's a number mm-hmm. inside that, and apparently, once you get to a certain number, apparently, it's not recyclable anymore. Interesting. So yeah, I didn't know that either. But we're just talking about all the plastics and what to do with garbage as we go on with human life. Um, I what have was your the, idea? I want. I need to know your idea. <laughs> Why don't we Here you take, go, folks. take a rocket, <laughs> pack it full of trash, and send it to the sun? We already this okay is, to the sun. This is literally just What's like Patrick. Funny, Why don't we take had, the city I, and push to, it over there? To, to be a hundred percent fair, I had that exact same thought. Money back in like middle school. Yeah, Money. and yeah, I it's got expensive, talking, dangerous, and. An ro- like launching a rocket, it pollutes a lot, so it's almost counterintuitive. Yeah. So check this out. Yeah. So check this out. So apparently, on, the viewers can correct me if I'm wrong, but I heard about how basically we have the science to help stop hurricanes, but there's no business model for it because it costs a lot of money, <laughs> and there's no business model for it. Do you know if that's any true, that's idea crazy. of how yeah. that's supposed to work? I don't think that's true. I'm inclined I, that's to think true. that's not I, true. I, I read about it the, in some thing a while I'm pretty sure ago, that's the plot of Heath would be the only one who would even think to know this. Did you watch the, uh, the I say the Avengers, but it's not the Avengers that we know. It's Sean Connery and uh, the guy that played Voldemort. Sounds uh, really know. I think early 2000s, Rob maybe Pines? late 90s. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> Sean Connery's the bad guy and his whole thing is he created a weather machine that can make weather. <laughs> and that's the movie. Is that he can like stop a hurricane I've got, or I've start look a hurricane. I've got to this up before I just like... I don't think that's true. We don't have like, that technology. Say something really stupid and then all, our view, all the viewers are like, wow, Ian's such a dumb We can just stop dumb. a hurricane? What does that even mean? So well, we're talking um, about the whole thing. Like, oh, if you nuke see. a hurricane, then it stops or whatever. Yeah, I mean, you use a hurricane starts. Well, it's like a tornado. If a tornado's going... You know, a hundred miles an hour clockwise. Just go a hundred miles an hour counterclockwise. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, you're so, genius! I I was talking. Send that somewhere. I was talking Someone about that tell trash the Elon rocket thing though with Elijah, yeah. and so um, us three that were talking about it, we didn't know that like there's actually been like scientists and people look into this like already like people yes. have already thought about like the government has thought about this already. There's already so much trash in trash space. What's yeah. stopping us? So I'm getting there. So we get Uh-oh. a third, we get a fourth opinion because like us three were sitting there talking about that. We're like, bro, why don't we do this? This is such a great idea. Like giant slingshot. We're, we're <laughs> no like, pollution. Why have we not done this? This is like Eureka moment. And so we go ask Christian <laughs> and because uh, he, he's like the smart person of our little group at work because he is like pursuing a master's and PhD and stuff in like biology or whatever. But um, big smart man, uh, <laughs> he mentioned that this has already been looked into, and so he looked up the article. Can anyone guess how much money it cost per pound oh, to send man. something into space? Per pound? Per pound? Yes. Oh, Sixty-two dollars. I'll go into the hundreds. One hundred and seventy dollars. I'm gonna say a thousand flat. Wow, you guys are... Uh, I'm going to say like five grand because I know like every little bit of load is, you know, a lot. Ian is the closest, but he's not close still. $10,000. This was back in... Oh my gosh. 
I think 2013 or uh, 14, I think, but $10,000 per pound. I guess just because the amount of thrust you would have to have coming yeah. out of the rocket to push the weight up, I guess. Yeah, so it's the rocket fuel. That's what it is, huh? But I mean, well, just all, like, the, yeah, all the, the science, bro. Launches are so yeah. crazy. Real quick, so, so I don't sound like a dum dum to all the viewers <laughs> um, or listeners, sorry. There is there was like research done into it where basically the idea is that you would like do like uh, cloud seeding to basically mm-hmm. you know stop a hurricane before it would form, but it would not work on scale because of how much money and time and effort it would do. It just wouldn't work. And I was about to no, say like, that people of New Orleans proof. would have something to say to some scientist if we were able to <laughs> stop hurricanes this whole time. It was expensive. People die with hurricanes. Well, this would be like. <laughs> billions and billions and billions of dollars expensive because of the amount of, of like maybe land, we don't like, even know like area to cover it's theoretical oh yeah it is theory yeah that's what i'm saying there's no there's no business model to help you know like fund the science to stop a hurricane in other words so okay i i was skimming back through this article trying to find a date i was way wrong on the year uh this is back in 2006 <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, so we could probably science is yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's probably closer to sixty two now. Elon's but, fixed this already, so we're good. So yeah, taking that ten thousand dollars per pound to send into space, uh, can anyone guess how much garbage we reproduce a day? Oh, I don't even wanted to think about that. Billions of pounds, I guess. Enough to make an island. A billion pounds. Two hundred eight million metric tons of garbage per day. <laughs> I want to know what math that is. That's metric tons. I said pounds. Yeah. (laughs) So there's that number too. So here we're adding them together. Can anyone guess how much money it would cost per day to send garbage into space? (laughs) I'm guessing like four trillion. I guess way more than that. Like like it's probably out of the trillions. You know how much a trillion dollars is, bro? I mean, it's. Yeah, it's a lot. It's, like, <laughs> it's thir- make your guess. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna desert you. Make your guess. And just say the number. Thirteen point throwing- thirteen trillion dollars a day. Wow. Money's yeah, fake. So- Let's just do it, <laughs> <laughs> that's I, dude. That's what I said. Christian told me that, and I was like, "Hey, what man, they're printing money basically right now for stimulus." What checks, if all so- the countries agree? <laughs> like all the big countries that, like you know, in the UN and stuff. Like, let's all agree. We're like, "Hey, money's fake." All right, <laughs> trash is a problem one way or the other. Like it's that's just literally the, a that's problem. That's what we're going to when we're going to like we're not going to deal with any like world hunger or like you any got like hungry deep people, medicine. But we're going got to weapons, figure it out. Women don't have rights. Let's <laughs> agree to disagree. <laughs> deal with the but trash. We have trash. Dude, with Thirteen okay? trillion dollars. You could find a way to uh, some much easier way to solve the pollution let's all, problem. Let's all agree. You know. Putin, come on, let's figure this out. Let's just send our crap over to the sun. Hope there's no repercussions from that. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I want to know, like... I'm pretty sure that's the plot of Superman 4. Would there be, like, a trash planet that would eventually form? Like, it would make its own gravitational pull and like, just, like, Wally? covered in, like, Wendy's cups about or then... <laughs> If you send it to the sun, it wouldn't. But, I mean, if you just send it off into the infinite void of space, yeah, probably. Do you know Dude. how long it would probably take for it, trash to get to the sun? I mean, we, it's it wouldn't matter, it wouldn't it matter like us. I mean, seven or eight months just to get to our sun, crap though, right? over to Mars. Honestly, it's all relative. I want to see a movie with that plot where it's like a giant trash planet that comes back and eats Earth later on. <laughs> like it's Dor- Dormammu. Like, you know what I mean? Just comes back and like, Dormammu. you sent me I'm into the, the void and like it just, you know, boom, dead. Mm. Thank you, know, you for I, your, uh, your genuine reaction, AJ. 
That was a good. Because uh, I kept asking, what did you say, though, Matt? What's yeah, up? that's that's definitely interesting. Oh, I can't think of a better one. I don't know. Stop eat the trash. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Uh, speaking of things being bought, Epic has bought Fall Guys. Oh, that went through. Huh? All that yeah. went through. Epic has Fall Guys now. Which, hey, whatever. No serious thoughts there. Uh, I don't. Heath, I need to know your reaction to this. So, Wu Tang Clan is. Wu-Tang Clan. I'm not going to set it up. You know who Wu-Tang Clan is. They have released a 400-pound coffee table book. Uh, excuse me? Which sounds... It's a little misleading in the title, but they released a limited edition table book of photography and stuff from their like lives from the band's history. It comes in a 400-pound steel globe. So is this like... Is this like the one of a kind record they made that that one a hole bought? That a hole who's probably getting bent over in jail. I hope oh, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, uh, yeah, Scarelli or whatever his freaking name was. Yeah. So is there only I, one I, of them? I think, or is it there says multiple? limited. I don't know what. The, I, hopefully, it's more than one. But uh, for the, I'm putting this up to the camera so the visual fans can enjoy it. But it's a globe. Oh so my gosh! Think, look at that thing. Think, think of those baller globes that are also like bars, where you like you open the globe and there's like whiskey and all that stuff in it. It's a four. You open it up and there's it's a book of like Wu-Tang photos and stuff. So how much uh, is it? The It has not been released yet, which is uh, it's, I've been scouring the internet trying to find out what this can possibly cost. The group's only producing 36 of them. Oh man. So they're going to be expensive. And so it's going to be quite pricey according to this article. Uh, add in the custom 400 pound globe. So we have, it's only 36 it's Wu-Tang and you got to add in the 400 pound steel globe with bronze accents, just literally like parts. So people are estimating it's going to be very expensive is what they said. <laughs> like they didn't even bother giving like a, an MS probably un, unfeasible, probably hundred, yeah, a couple hundred grand. It's going to make a little brawn and like a few other people that buy it. How much did the album go for? Uh, ridiculous Didn't Martin amount of money. buy it for like $13 million? Was it? It was something, something like stupid. That. It was crazy amount. Because oh, yeah, only one pharma, of them existed though. Big Pharma dude or whatever. Martin yeah. Martin But there's only one in the whole uh, world. So that's, that kind of makes sense. Right. But then they, re- I guess they released that album later, right? Well, yeah, because I guess uh, I think Shkreli they, yeah. like went to court and that was like one of the things that they took away from him like in terms of assets. Yeah. How much is Martin Shkreli's album worth? Uh, he bought it. Uh, go away, New York Times. God dang it, I hate New York Times. <laughs> yeah, you gotta subscribe, bro. You gotta subscribe if you want to read more articles. You, two million dollars. Uh, uh, two million is very quick. Uh, two million dollar Wu Tang album seized by the federal court. Oh, I didn't know this. What? The disgraced entrepreneur bought the sole copy of Once Upon a Time in Shaolin in 2014. His lawyer has described as it's quote probably worthless. What? Uh, he spent $2 million. The order came after... Uh, blah, 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 blah. Ha- oh, Martin Scarelli, the former pharmaceutical entre- uh, entrepreneur, awaiting a criminal sentence. This is back in... Uh, Article is three years old. Following a fraud conviction. Spoiler alert. He goes to jail. Yay. <laughs> has been forced to hand over the Wu-Tang album he paid $2 million for at an auction in 2015. The order comes after Scarelli was convicted for securities fraud in August 2017. Uh, defending himself. Uh, it just goes into his jail stuff, but yeah, uh, he has he had to seize the album. That's a happy mm-hmm. ending. Who'd have thought? That's awesome. Yeah, you want you know what I know, AJ? I know about that right there. Boom, there you boom. Go. You know that, and you know about the, the important stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Only Wu-Tang. the important. We all stuff. have we all have value that we add to the show. Wu Tang, forever. Wu Tang forever. Uh, 
So you guys remember or, uh, the main, uh, I said, oof, I can't say main cast anymore. Darren and Matt, you guys remember when I brought up that Keanu Reeves was making a, a comic book? Yes. He I, was making I, a comic book with, I think, uh, Matt Kent, who's a, a writer slash uh, artist. He, I don't know if it's out or if it's coming out yet, but it's called Berserker, spelt without any vowels. And it's gotten so much hype that they have announced a live action film starring one Keanu Reeves, which is funny because if you go back to that episode, I mentioned that he like it's totally Keanu Reeves, like the character on the the cover, at least he's going to be starring in it. And Netflix has ordered an animated show of it. And this comic's not even out yet. I don't think it's out. We should probably check that. Man, they. I feel like it would have been talked about whether it sucked or not. Berserk. They they must really believe in this then. I mean, it's, well, I mean, it's Keanu Reeves. I believe in him. I mean, my whole heart. yeah, that is true. <laughs> Did you guys see Dolly Parton's in a comic book? What's it called? I'm not kidding about that. Okay. Totally <laughs> There's no release date yet for the comic. I'm totally not kidding. Hmm. Literally, it's a part of the Female Force series by Tidal Wave Productions. And like, I'll just like send you guys a screenshot. It's like literally just a comic book about Dolly Parton. I don't know, man. She's <laughs> a fascinating it. person. <laughs> She's for real. Like, I think she helped finance the COVID vaccine. She's she, a fascinating person. There's the what picture the of the cover on. <laughs> Yeah. One of my favorite yeah. details about Dolly Parton is her look came from a whorehouse. <laughs> okay. Like for real, like she said, like it's famous. Like she's like, she was like, I was famously poor growing up. Like we were like no shoes type poor. And they would go to this, I think a saloon or general store or whatever the freaking place was. And she saw like the most beautiful woman she's ever seen in her life. And she's like, I want to look like her. And it turns out she was the like town whore. <laughs> <laughs> And so she did, but you know what? Work it, Dolly, because she's such an awesome person with all her charitable stuff. Yeah, she's she cool. gives millions of free books to kids. God, bl- not a negative thing I can say about Dolly Parton. God bless her. She yeah. deserves a comic. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I just want to know what it's going to be about. Uh, so, and I think her story is a good enough comic uh, story, right there. Just write a book at that point. But comics. But she's a superhero. <laughs> she is. She's a real life superhero. <laughs> it's basically like Can't it says. Drown girl on uh, the little article <laughs> about it. Says <laughs> thank you, Heath. He's the only one who got it. <laughs> the series focuses on women who may have made an impact on the world with past editions profiling the likes of Kamala Harris, so Michelle Obama, Barbara Streisand, Tina Fey, Betty White. So yeah, it's <clears throat> so it's literally just a, a, an autobiography, but in a comic. Yeah. It's just a little I was like, kind of hoping for like an woman. actual like fictional story or like yeah, that, or some sort of lame. like not gonna lie I don't know yeah if you would have just let it sit and not try to dive into it too much it would have been a fictional story but now you're like oh what's it about <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm intrigued like that in our minds sorry lost now. <laughs> oh man uh, any other news I think we got Wait, through Darren, when has there ever been a comic this? about a real person I a have lot, no idea. We've already established that I don't know anything about anything. So why are you asking me? Ask the guys that know stuff. I don't know. There's a, yes, there's a ton. Oh. Boom! There you go. You ask the wrong person. Well, <laughs> it's a, it's a it's a medium. The same way as like there's a movie about a real person. It's a medium. It's just a a way to tell a story. Um, I think that's all of our news. Uh, I'm going to encourage for those <clears throat> those of you still listening to check out our Does It Hold Up show which we released Godzilla last week and I'm happy with how it turned out. 
Yeah. And we're going to be doing Kong Skull Island this week. After that, we're going to be doing Godzilla King of the Monsters, eventually taking us to Godzilla v. Kong, which more reviews have been coming out and people are still saying it's good. Oh my gosh. I can't <clears throat> wait. I'm so hyped. <laughs> uh, was there anything else you guys wanted to talk about before we hit recommendations homework? Nope. Not, nothing for me. All right. So uh, recommendations homework. I will recommend you check out Shape or uh, Underwater. It, the, it's on HBO Max. I recommend check it out. So if you have any interest in creature feature type horror situational horror movies, then this is exactly it. If you liked Alien at all, then watch this movie. Anyone else? I recommend. I go ahead. Uh, Loop Hero. <laughs> Twice in a row. That's yes. a good recommendation. Then do you have to have a PS5 to play it? No, nah, PC. PC. It's on. Yeah. Oh, I never heard of that game. So it's very. It's called Loop okay, Hero. So yeah. Loop Hero. My recommendation is to, uh, if you're thinking about having kids, probably Don't. just like hold off on that for a little bit. Because <laughs> now this is three three things in my life that my kid has ruined. He stole my hat, which is basically like my identity. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and also broke my glasses, and also deleted my Slay the Spire or save. So like, oh all, I was my. like. How? Goodness. 75% finished of that game in terms of like How? game completion and uh, it, because like literally all you have to do is just press the big middle button on the PS4 controller press triangle and press square in that combination but like if you don't press any other buttons in that combination like as long as you just press middle button triangle square and like once you press middle buttons like okay now you're on, you're on the save screen and then you press triangle okay now you're ready to delete the game you press you know press square okay yeah you delete it and he's done it twice now this is the second time he's done it like because I was like 30% done the first time the replay value though do what was that the Matt? replay value that's true i mean i'm going i'm grinding so, again so I, i'm gonna so i was i'm looking for phone games just because phone games are terrible and slay the spire is on the the google store for ten dollars the same on the phone not the same on the phone is it worth getting at least because i want a phone game is the thing because my phone i i'm with way i am with my kid i need a something to entertain me more on my phone it uh i mean I always play it on the PlayStation, so I don't. I, I don't think it's good. It's very good on the phone. It's just the 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 I, I what do you call it? The UI. It's just the game. There's too much stuff that you need to read on the like your phone screen. Um, and like clicking stuff. It's just kind of weird. So, I okay. mean, I would say just get it on your PlayStation or whatever. But it's ten bucks, which is a huge purchase for an app. Mm-hmm. So okay. Oh dang! I recommend Anyone a new else? podcast I found uh, called Song Exploder. Song. Wait, I listened. Did you listen to Billy Eilish's thing? That's the one I I was going to recommend. Yeah, I listened to that too. I listened to that too. Did you? That's Brandy really good. actually. It, it, Brandy found it sent to me. So it's called uh, Song Exploder. Uh, essentially, they just break down uh, a, a song from an artist and everything from how it first started, how they did, got each part. They break down like this is this piano part. This is this vocal piece. This is the background uh, noise. Oh, they're short episodes too. They're all like less. It's like a dissect podcast, but. From Different. the artist's perspective, from the artist's perspective, like, yeah, you know, yeah. it, go ahead. It's, it's not like a person like that's the dissecting the lyrics or like interviewing women. It's, it's literally like Billy, Billy Eilish and Phineas, obviously her brother, the producer of that, of her music or whatever. Like they were sitting down and talking about like their process of writing the song, their process of like this specific, like, you know, tonal sound or whatever, like shifting her voice in these different places or whatever. Like they go through everything and talk to to talk to each other about it, and rather cool. than like someone else like outside talking about it. So it was really cool. It was it was awesome. It's a really it's good podcast cool. in general, but that episode in particular with Billy Eilish about everything I wanted, whatever it is, yeah, that is a very very good song. And mm-hmm. uh, hearing her talk about how they formulated it and came up with every idea from the lyrics to the music is, is really good and really captivating. So sure. I definitely uh, recommend that. 
I no, only have uh, maybe a homework. Ahead. Am I allowed to give homework? Yeah, no. of course. Uh, within reason, go ahead. Uh, I mean, it's actually another podcast as well. It's not very long episodes, um, but oh my gosh, I really think y'all would actually like them a lot. Um, it's called Two Chunks and a Hunk. I mentioned them mm. a while ago. Uh, these guys are actually based out of Dallas. Um, it's three guys, and it is so entertaining. They're a movie podcast, um, and they have a really cool rating system for like the movies they do, and they're just so entertaining on everything they do, but it's it's really good. Hmm. I want to say really they also did kong skull island come on guys (laughs) they just did freaking they did fucking winter soldier they did kong skull island and before that they did godzilla come on really oh dang (laughs) yeah yeah i mean we own the idea (laughs) of this (laughs) but they're they're, seriously they were they're really entertaining if you want to watch like one of their older episodes like like they do a lot of like series stuff like um like all the harry potter stuff or lord of the rings or whatever Mm -hmm. um it's it's very entertaining so highly recommend that's cool Cool. Yeah, I, I recommend. I would recommend that uh, within the re- realm of movie podcasts. I, I already. I think I sent one to you guys before, but the kind of funny interview movie podcast is so funny. I was listening to one. They did the X Men universe, and they were going through all the X Men movies, and they got to a bit that will make. No, I won't say it. It's just it'll make no sense out of context. But I was at work like cutting stuff, like because I'm a meat cutter, and I literally had to do like that breathing, like shoulder shake type thing because i was laughing so hard <laughs> and i look like a maniac to everybody uh that's really good and also another just side recommendation just because i keep forgetting i listened to this probably three months ago uh royce to five nine and lupe fiasco have a podcast okay and it's it's dumb but it's like it's the right kind of dumb so literally the first episode begins with lupe on the mic talking about like oh hold on i think ups has dropped off my sword and royce is like huh he's like oh i bought a samurai sword and i think they just dropped it off at the door (laughs) it's that type of show it's two freaking like successful rich rappers who are in a different world like a different like reality than us but royce tries to act super like not rich even though he clearly is and it's it's a very fun entertaining listen Hmm. but uh anything you guys want to hitch to the hype train it's fine darren i i I turned you down already so (laughs) anything you guys want to hitch i'm re-establishing godzilla v kong which may end up being a detriment to me all right i guess nothing else in this hype train so that concludes this very short little hype train Thank you that's for joining it. us on the hype train. Yeah, I guess that's it. You need to find yeah, a way. That to, was a really, really short one. You got to find a way to organically close that, Darren. I don't know what, what sound do trains make when they stop. Yeah, they, they get, there you go. There Perfect. Yeah, yeah like you're it. a semi truck. Exactly. <laughs> the air brakes. <laughs> it's a stick. Mind, <laughs> mind the gap, right? Isn't that, isn't it's that what they say to you, right? <laughs> it's like a Yeah, I can absolutely. It's a subway. <laughs> All right. Check out our Godzilla episode. Check out our Kong Skull Island episode coming out this Friday. Until next time. Bye.